0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Friends, can I tell you... You know how I am about bringing people into our fold, our conversations that we have, the time that we spend together. It is so important to me that I only introduce you to the best and the brightest people. Now, you may have already heard about Caroline Sandbury, but I want to let you know how absolutely wonderful she is. Now, it is so easy when you uh, watch TV or follow on social to build an idea of who you think someone is. But I am so excited to introduce you to the comprehensive Caroline. Now, this woman is a great friend, an excellent mother, a loving partner. And this is only a tiny glimpse of what you see online, but when I tell you she is all that and more. So I'm so excited to bring her here for us to chat, for you to learn about her as a a woman, as an inspiration, as a mentor, as a business owner. You get to meet everything about her and more. You're going to love her as much as I do. Caroline, thank you for being here today. Wow, what an entrance. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. It was amazing. Thank oh, it's you. I'm so, really excited so true. To be here. It's so true. And I'm so glad you're here all the way from Dubai. You came a distance.
2: Uh, 17 hours. I'm still a little jet lagged, but the good thing is it means I have been sleeping. Actually, I actually was up at four this morning. What wow. am I talking about? But oh I am not going out, which is yes. the first time I've hit LA and not go out.
1: Yes, yes. Well, it's funny because whenever you're jet lagged, the when you wake up in the morning at four or five, you're like, great, I can get an early start to the day. Yeah. This is wonderful. But then three o'clock in the afternoon hits, and you're like, I'm done. Yeah, you hit a wall. <laughs> you hit absolutely a wall. hit a wall. Everyone's like, what do you mean you're not
2: going out tonight? I've cancelled everything mm-hmm. so far, but I'm. Mm-hmm. For BravoCon. So I want yes. to make sure that I'm okay by then.
1: Yes. Well, let's talk about BravoCon. I have a number of friends who are who are doing BravoCon and let's talk about that because that is a lot of people's first major introduction to you. You've always had a presence in the world. Mm. Everyone, whether or not you've come across you on TV or anywhere else, we've we've heard of you, right? So let's talk a little bit about what people think you are, because it couldn't be more wrong, right? Because that's TV. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think, you know, I was sort of labeled the ice queen with a heart on my first show. I think people think that I sort of woke up one day and daddy handed me keys to a business and said, here you are, darling, which would be lovely. It would be so have said nice, no, wouldn't it? But- <laughs> it would be so nice,
1: wouldn't it? But so natural, And it's so funny because having done a TV show also, and also we both have personalities mm-hmm. online, you know, couldn't be further from the truth. I don't know if people know how absolutely like warm you are, oh, you know, mm-hmm. like you really do care very much and you're so invested. I mean, and it's really evident by all the businesses, which we'll talk more about later, that you've built every single one. And I don't even know if you realize this is about helping people. Yeah, It's all about how can I help other women realize their fullest and truest and completest self. And yeah. so, so it's just so interesting that, you know. We can have these personalities online, like on Bravo or TV shows, and it's just like, that's so not who we are. I think the thing is, as women, we're sort of conditioned to not
2: support other women in a way mm. and to look at them and just say, well, you know, if they've got here, there must have been an easy route, or they, you know, slept their way to the top, mm-hmm. or they were given it, or, and nobody really sees the behind the hustle. And I suppose, you know, in a way, Instagram has done that yes. because you don't, you know, you see a snapshot of an amazing uh, outcome.
1: But it's it's far from the truth, because if it was so easy, we'd all be there. That's it. That's it. So let's talk about what it's really like. So you you do have a beautiful life, you mm, know, and I, I think do. that we all don't take that for granted, particularly when we've had to work so hard to get it. So, you know, you very publicly talked about having gone through divorce and entering a new relationship. So, let's talk a little bit about what that transition selfishly. And and friends, you, you know where I am right now, doing the divorce dance, you know, and being yeah. a mom. Let's go back to move forward. You know, what was that season like for you? Because your divorce is more public than most, you know? Well, it was really difficult. I'd been married
2: 18 years. So anyone that's been married 18 years, I think well, I went through a lot. I lost a lot of friends because from one minute to the next, when I announced it on Instagram, I think people thought that I woke
1: up in the morning and went, hey, I'm That's leaving it. today. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's talk about that yes. not being the truth. No one is married for 18 years and gets divorced because they're just like, oh, yeah, I never thought I'd be married and this would be so much more fun afterwards. No. no. And or, or they met a young guy <laughs> and they
2: did that. Like, let, let me tell you, like, the, I had anxiety about leaving. Mm-hmm. I had anxiety about Sergio, obviously. And um, for those of you that don't know, my husband is 19 years my junior Mm -hmm. and obviously the general consensus from the whole world was I was in the middle of a giant midlife crisis which was you know I would have said the same to anyone Mm -hmm, by mm -hmm. the way I also would have said that's something you get on and you get off and it's just Mm -hmm. a little bit of fun and you don't Mm -hmm. leave your husband go crawling Mm -hmm. back beg for forgiveness and you've got kids that are in
1: the mix I mean like really and truly this idea of a midlife crisis I think is something that it doesn't apply to everyone. But my goodness, if you haven't made it to midlife and you're not asking yourself, am I where I want to be? Mm. Does it really is this really the life I want to have for the remainder of my life? Mm -hmm. You can label it a crisis if you want to. But realistically, if any woman says to herself, it's an awakening, it's an awakening. If I am willing to walk away knowing Mm -hmm. I could be penniless, which a lot of people don't realize how many women, no matter what it looks like are truly facing that life. I did that. I mean, I because at that time, I was going through an eight-year law
2: case, which oh. was I was going bankrupt, or he was. Mm. And then I was getting divorced, so it was not the ideal time. There never is an ideal time. And then obviously I chose a
1: man that was 24 years old.
2: Who's so. obviously
1: just here to take care of you and write checks and wine and dine you. 100%. Right? 100% and you know? <laughs> um, so, you know,
2: technically, I think everyone thought I was going to end up in a bedsit, shaking in the corner, living my worst life. And I was making the biggest mistake. And by the way, if that had happened, they would have
1: been somewhat happier, which is the saddest <laughs> thing, right? Because, you know, like you were saying about women supporting women, mm-hmm. It when I hear about divorce now especially in the media with high profile persons, I don't feel good. It's not something where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch this to see the highs and lows and who did it. Because I know that, again, no one walks away from everything unless they feel like nothingness could potentially be better. And that is a really bold statement for you to take that risk of saying, you know what, I'm going to walk away from this because I know that I'm enough. Yeah. You know, and, and I will ta- tackle whatever's in front of me. It just speaks so much about the truth of who you are. And I think that's the really
2: exciting part. Just, you know, obviously it's scary as hell. And mm-hmm. some, you know, some people, most people make it, by the way. I don't really know anyone that's collapsed the that's other side. Right. They're the happiest they've ever been. You know, I had a, th- someone DM'd me the other day going, everybody's saying to me, I haven't hit the grief yet, the grief yet. And it's going to hit me and then I'm going to fall, Caroline. And I said, I said, I didn't. That's right. I didn't. I grieved in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Like by the time I got
1: out, I was ecstatic. Oh, and that's such a great point because I think a lot of people forget that by the time you walk out of the door, the marriage has been done for years. Yes. Years. You yeah. know, I was married for 12 years. Yeah. And when I look back on it, I was married for maybe three, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so when and I was just spending so many years trying to make it work or figure out how to change myself or how to modify or start other projects to be happy or serve the kids, you know, and before you know, by the time I left, that was the first time I had chosen myself in almost a decade well I take a lot I mean I talk about it a lot
2: I say the words I can't bear is sacrifice Mm. like I cannot bear that word attached to marriage why should I sacrifice myself compromise okay yes Yes. you have to compromise Mm. but sacrifice no I'm not Mm. sacrificing my life and uh, for my children or my husband Mm. it should be as I've always said he's the cherry he's not the cake And, and if you have that then you know you get through everything
3: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Y'all, it is the holiday season, and I really want to encourage you to not just get gifts for your friends and for your family, but to squeeze in something for yourself. And if you are looking for a way to give yourself a little love, I have to tell you about this company that I'm obsessed with because they have the cutest, cutest products. And they're so high quality and worth every single penny. I don't know if you've heard of Jenny Kane, but I'm obsessed with their clothes. Obsessed. I just got a cashmere cardigan sweater. And when I tell you it is the go-to piece in my wardrobe, I made sure to get it in this gorgeous tan color and I can dress it up and I can dress it down. I can wear it in fall in LA and it translates beautifully when I go back east. And I want you to know that all Jenny Kane pieces are of the top tier quality. So it's about buying those investment pieces that really, really pop, but honestly, that transform a basic outfit into something that's really worth seeing. And I got to tell you, these are forever pieces. I have to keep an eye on my Jenny Kane pieces in my closet because I know my kids are going to snatch them. So I want you to know that this is something that you've got to grab for yourself. If you've never checked out Jenny Kane, now is your time because I've got something special for you. Gift yourself and your loved ones, the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use my code Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E at JennyKane.com. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com and use code Nicole. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Add some forever pieces to your collection and head over to JennyKane.com.
2: Hi, I'm Mari Llewellyn, and I'm the host of
0: the Pursuit of Wellness podcast.
2: A couple of years ago, I went through a huge transformation, and although I got a lot of attention for losing weight and discovering my passion for weightlifting, there was a lot more to that before
0: and after than what a few pics could ever capture. On The Pursuit of Wellness, you can expect tons of information from experts about optimizing your body and mind. I'll also be sharing some triumphs and struggles
2: from my own personal life. I'm on this journey with you, so you can definitely count on my podcast to give you that weekly dose of encouragement we all need as we pursue things that make us feel our very best
0: inside and out. Tune into The Pursuit of Wellness every week, wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: So let's talk about where you ended up going. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there was this sort of I hate to call it a dark season because it's not really true. I mean, it was brighter than ever before. The way I always describe it is, you know, there's gratitude and grief at the Mm -hmm. same time. So the grief might come from mourning the fantasy because it wasn't, there's no reality that that place was a better place to be, you know, but you mourn the fantasy of what you're like, oh, I felt like it was easier. I felt like, you know, but the truth is you've got a lot of work ahead of you. So you did a lot of work. I mean, between, you know, building all these very visible brands and businesses and, you know, public figure work and being on TV and discussing it and podcasting. And I mean, just all of these things that you're taking on as independent ventures, some of it because you wanted to, obviously, and some of it I know as a divorced woman because you had to,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know. I think, you know, obviously when you get divorced, no one really sort of walks away with bags of cash anymore. And that's, you know, it's just not like that. And nor did I ever want that because at the end of the day, I left. I don't deserve... Mm you know, to walk away with anything that he has earned or whatever else. And I don't feel like that I because I also wanted to come out with a relationship with him. That's right. You know, at the end of the day, there's no such thing as divorce. We all if children are involved. That's
1: right. Well, you divorce the relationship, you not d- the yes, children, not the mm-hmm. children.
2: And once you use the word divorce, it's very scary to children because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like one of you going somewhere and not coming back, mm-hmm. which is not true. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's different times where one of you hates the other one, then Mm -hmm. the other one, you know, and you can kind of ride out these things and sort of you understand with time and days that you get over it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, look, I made the decision then to have one lawyer We split the lawyer. I wanted him to give me whatever he wanted me to to have, and that was it. I I didn't fight for the money, and I still don't. I think I I negotiated my divorce settlement down about a month ago, actually.
1: Wow. (laughs) Can I just say, you know, people, again judge divorces and they do it based on what they think a divorce is. Mm-hmm. They think it is two people where somebody was wronged. Yeah. You know like a kind of like a business contract or any other partnership. Someone must have been wronged and that's why it didn't work. Yeah. Most of the divorces are simply like a, a conclusion of, of the relationship. Yes. It's just we went it went its full cycle and now it is over. Is a successful marriage a by successful, any standards. I mean by LA standards that's like a 50 year marriage. Like dark years. You know it's like dark years. So <laughs> you know so, so that said you know you reach the conclusion of the relationship you know yeah. and new people emerged who needed to go pursue new things. And you both
2: have to have and I think this is really important. You both have to have good lives. Mm-hmm. There is no point me living like a queen and he lives like, you know, uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. and he's not enjoying his life. I mean, at the end of the day, he did nothing wrong and nor did I. And, you know, even if uh, I have Sergio, as it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. People fall in and out mm-hmm. of love. And I think, you know, so at the end of the day, I know how hard I, it is to make money.
1: Yes.
2: And it is to feed each other and the world has changed. You know, mm-hmm. the world of the oh, big so banking bonuses and all of these it's ridiculous paychecks mm-hmm. is not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have to be realistic and I think a lot of women aren't realistic and they think that they're just going to get this giant check and live exactly the way they lived before. <laughs> no. And nor nor is it fair because if I was a man I wouldn't want to get married absolutely. if I, I I absolutely knew that half my wealth was going somewhere mm-hmm. else. Nor is it realistic. You can't live like that anymore. You can't live the same way as you did when you were married. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you need to learn to adjust. And I learned to adjust. and, and, And I love to work.
1: So, you know, the hustle is real. I um, You've always worked, though. Oh, That's yeah. the part that I think a lot of people may not Good realize, way. too, is there are certain character traits that, you know, for any woman who's listening, who's thinking about divorce or considering divorce or in the middle of divorce, just remember that the person who is managing the home all day, if you're a stay-at-home who is managing the accounting inside the family and managing the marital things, you work, you know? So this fear of, oh, no, will I be able to work? Will I be able to manage it? Carolyn you always worked. You worked within the relationship and outside of it.
2: I also do think a lot of women need to pull their socks up about it because mm-hmm. I had a lot of divorced women come to me because they knew I, I do employ a lot of women. I always have. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, you know, I've been divorced for a few years. I'd love a job. It'd be great. I've got kids, though. So if I could come at 10 and leave at three. Oh, yeah, no. Honey. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I run a business too. here. <laughs> yes. And I have kids. Right. I have three kids. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me you have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I also work. 15 hour days, 16 mm-hmm. hour days, that's what you have to do. Why am I paying for you to have time with your children? I don't get that. Yes. But I am teaching my children that nothing good comes easy. That's right, work like, ethic. It, you have mm-hmm. to have a work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in today's world, that is, you know, going oh, way few out and the far window. between. Few yeah. and far
1: between. Um, the idea that things are going to be handed to you is, you know, truly. I, honestly, it's almost publicized, you know, where it's like it marry publicized. rich and get divorced. And little do you know, there are so many people who get divorced and just truly you have to work. Not even you that. It's to. the side hustle things. I yes. watch every day on oh Instagram. Gosh. All
2: you need to do is start a, a, a drop ship for yes. t- $10. And you'll, $10. Have, you'll have, have a, a six-figure six six... business. <laughs> that's the term. That's the cash phrase <laughs> in four
1: days. And it's like, it, honestly, the only way to make those types of funds quickly, you better have done the work before. Yes. I always, you know, talk about that, especially with a lot of my clients being higher profile that, yeah, you know, we can capitalize on the thing you've built over a decade. You okay. know, it's not about we'll just start something from scratch and it'll be wildly Brands are built on trust. Yes. And
2: the thing is, today, you know, with Instagram, everyone has a certain amount of fame. Sure. Right? And everybody's easily found. And you can connect with anybody. So it's not like before where, you know, actors and TV personalities were the famous people. Mm-hmm. Now you have all the Instagrammers, yep. right? So yep. the world is extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. You have a, you know, you have an 11-year-old worth 24 million. And all they do and is open toys. It, yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: yes. And
2: then, so, it, you know, you need to stand out. And it is not that easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's half a percent. It, mm-hmm. it, it is, you can hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. But it's gambling in that way. So, you know, you need to have... The ethic, you need to have the willpower and you need to have the consistency. And yes. that consistency is key. And I I don't care what that looks like, showing up every day, and I've done that my whole life. Mm-hmm. I showed up every day when I was pregnant, when I was sick, you know, I went to work. And I understand the office life isn't you know what it used to be yeah Mm -hmm. no you don't have to do that but you know even if you're working at home doing your dropship you've got to show up you've got to show up and you're going to start employing people yep and you're going to have you know responsibilities Mm -hmm. and it's not just for the lazy way to make money there is no lazy way to make make
1: money money. it will not work and I think that what you're describing is exactly what I'm always trying to send home which is look work ethic is the one thing that is can't be taken from you I don't care if you grow up so I have a very different background from You know, I grew up with the irony is also that people think, things are handed to you. My father didn't have anything to hand to me mm-hmm. and your father chose not to hand anything yeah. to you. You know, So either way, starting from the place of we started with nothing. You I know? always say the only thing my dad's going to leave, leave me is a bill. Yeah, right. Absolutely. My, my father absolutely left me dead. You know? I was like, thank you so much for the inheritance of debt. So, But that is so true. And it's one of those things where, you know, one thing that I did have, though, and I do have is work ethic. It's It's up to me to decide if I can outpace the person next to me. You know, and if I can go just a little further and a little longer and a little harder, I'm going to I'm going to get what they're not going to get. So all of that, I think, is so evident in the fact that you have always worked and you have built so much and we'll get more to what you've built in a moment. But I do want to just kind of wrap up this piece about Mm -hmm. love. So you have a new relationship, you know, that I mean, when I tell you it's inspirational to me because you talk about your partner now the way that I feel about my partner, but I'm in the newer phases of it. And you still have that glow. Like you still grin, you still smile, you're still happy about it. And it just I'm like, oh, please let this be me. Please let me be Caroline. And like, however many I see years, you. you know? I see, you know, I see <laughs> you
2: on Instagram mm-hmm. with him. And you look like that. Like you look oh, like you rush home to him.
1: I do. I do. I yeah. mean, like, and, and it's and I think that maybe you'll be able to echo this, too. But when I'm not with him, I'm happy because I love me, mm-hmm. you know, but I also can't wait. Like, I love doing this podcast. This is a great to hang out with you. But also, if I was home with him, that'd be awesome. You know, if he was here, that'd be great. You know? Well, that's what I always say. You know, I, I do push him out the
2: door sometimes mm-hmm. and say a couple of hours on my own. That's right. Is good for me. That's I need right. that. And then I really miss him by the, at the mm-hmm. end. But that is, you know, something coming with younger men, I think, mm-hmm. is that they are so much more open this generation yes. with their feelings oh, and showing, showing us. Oh, so empathetic, yes. which I
1: love that. just, Which is a beautiful thing because it also speaks to the women that are raising these men now, you know, yeah. that they're not passing on the same generational trauma or expectations of men. You know, I mean, my guy is a cuddler and expressive and crying to the point where sometimes I'm kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, like I gotta balance this out, you know, but it's I'm like, sweet. you're crying
2: again every time I'm, I'm about to do um, <laughs> half a facelift people out there and every time I talk about it, he bursts into tears oh yes oh yes like just <laughs> everything
1: like, needs to be okay
2: he's gonna be the worst <laughs> just like crazy. i'm already no i'm not gonna look good when i come out but he's
1: gonna be a disaster just so worried but it's also it's so nice to be cared for and yeah. loved in that way it's such mm-hmm. a blessing so knowing that and this is the big thing i want to ask you so knowing that you are in a relationship with someone who it, right away you know you knew it would be an issue I mm-hmm. mean there there comes a point when you're a public figure where you have to actually decide what am I going to share what am I not going to share you know because this person's a part of my life and I love them and I could not imagine a path forward without discussing that they're here you know how did you decide that knowing it would be conversation
2: look before I was with Sergio, um, well, when I was with Sergio, and I think I told you he lied. He said he was 31. He yes. got down to 24. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. Yes, um, And I was 43. And I was like, there's no way this can work. So mm-hmm. I started Googling May to December relationships. Yes. Of course, you can find a million the other way, not this way. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. And I was like, oh, my God, it hasn't worked for anyone. Yeah, Right. <laughs> literally right. It anyone. It is bound to fail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And literally yes, that. Yes. Like, I'm like, it cannot happen. So mm-hmm. then I was like, you know, you... To him, you know, he was like Romeo and Juliet, right? So we we were destined to be together. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you need to come and meet my kids, but you're just my friend. You need to see what 43 and kids looks like. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to see the house. This is so
1: me. I waited because I was like, okay, I'm into you. But I waited almost a year before he met my kids because Mm. I also was like, you have to see me as a mom for us to even know if this is going to work work. because because otherwise we are living a fantasy it's a fantasy and it was fun honestly the fantasy was great it was right it was great all of us it was great like for a while I was like look at me with this young hot tender something you know like this is wonderful but then it was like okay but for real I'm in love with you so now we we need to figure this out you know and and how did that I I mean so you go through all the steps you know of sort of I'm not going to mess this thing up because I think it's something real and well, then what? I mean, no, I broke up with him about 36 times, well, same, but I'm still not yeah. going to
2: mess it up. No. Like, I'm
1: going to keep coming back because I know better. Yes,
2: <laughs> But then I'm like, why am I not giving him a chance? And yes. then like, my
1: ex-husband could have left me,
2: you know, because I'm old. That's you know, right. right now we're having a great time.
1: Why isn't right now enough? Just be
2: happy. Just be happy yeah. for this moment. Yeah. Then I'm like, it doesn't matter if he leaves in five months. That's or six right. Months. So what? And, At least
1: I'm happy for this, yeah, season, this season, you know? Great now. So knowing that when it came time to and the thing about it is that people may not realize is like Caroline has this air of like. I don't care. You know what I mean? And I I don't know if this can be blamed on wisdom or just who you are at your core. But there is a little bit of an air of you're going to get what you're going to get. And this is who I am, which is I think is incredible. And I think it's what people may label as ice cream. But it's just confidence, you know, it's confidence. And I think, you know, again, it's just
2: knowing that you can do everything because, Mm -hmm. you know, I looked at it. People were like, well, you're leaving a stable relationship for a 24 year old. They're just out of universe. You know what I mean? Like, look at your life. How's he going to do it? You know, you're going to have to pay for everything. And, you know, that's the number one question. How do you do finances with a young guy? Mm -hmm. And it's like, first of all, none of your business. (sighs) Oh, so good. Pause on that. First of all, none of your Your business. business. Do I come into your house and ask what your husband pays for? Like, why are you so concerned with how this happens? Yes. And, you know, on the second part, I mean, obviously... If I wasn't more successful than him, mm-hmm. 20, 20 years older, mm-hmm. what is wrong with me? What is wrong? With you?
1: Well, so it's so interesting because what you said. So I don't have as much of a distance, but I do have. A, I think we're about six yeah. years apart-ish, but the six years we feel now because I'm in my forties and he he's in his early thirties. Yeah. There, that phase of life is so different. So different. Early thirties is like just starting entrepreneurship. Yeah. Feel, still taking risk. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm moving You're into settled. a stable yeah. place. I'm settled. So which we have by the that way dynamic, is why they like you, which is why. They they like us because also he's dated twenty somethings, yes. and he's like, no, I and want someone And it's not about else. the money, by the
2: way. It's I think that's at all. the difference. Mm-hmm. You think that it, they want you because you're stable with money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I don't give him a credit card and an allowance. Exactly. This is not. This yes. is not. He is
1: not my eldest child. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not the it, case. That's not how it works.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what we mean
1: by stable is that we on we know who we are. Yes, and we're not yes. looking. No to... No. No games. And and I think that that's the part that I love hearing about is that. When people are asking, well, who does the money and how do you handle the relation, all these things, it's like, look, it's actually a situation of, you know, yes, I may have certain responsibilities, but I also came in with those things and I'm not looking for someone to take care of me. And guess what? I never was. I never was looking for a relationship for someone who was just going to pay my bills and care for me. I have three kids. They have a father. Uh, right. You, you know, know. And, and also they have a mother. You yeah. know, you will if if Sergio wasn't around, you would still be, doing, be doing the it. things you're doing anyways. Why should he uh,
2: pay for a five bedroom house? Right. When there's one of him and four of
1: us. That's right. And if so it was just two of you, we, we, you'd be, in a, be cute in a little condo. So a completely it's like, different it's totally house. Different life. Right. So,
2: you know, I can only say when you work it out, work it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sit down be together okay with it. and be okay with what is okay. It's so good. Um, and I think that that is really something that you just choose The person, not the, you know, financials. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women choose
1: financials. And I think so many people don't realize that that is maturity. That a lot of us who are embracing our second relationships, our second chancers, the first time around we were looking for someone who might have fit on paper. Mm. You know, and even if an element of love was involved in that, you know, as we learned about ourselves, we're like, you know what? I don't even care about what's on paper anymore. I care about the person. 100%.
0: What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Mamas, I am
1: telling you right now, finding alone time and creative ways to do it is something I'm always going after. I mean, whether it is taking myself to a lunch or trying to go shopping or grabbing a cup of coffee or going for a hot girl walk, right? I gotta tell you, It is difficult to find things that are both fun and entertaining, grow me as a person, but also gives me that alone time. And there's a thing I love that I've got to tell you about. It's golf. Well, it's not golf. It's top golf. It has everything that makes it golf. It's got clubs and balls and tees and turf and all of those things under one roof. But it's got all the things you need for good old-fashioned mama alone time. Food and drinks, climate-controlled bays, everything to have a good time. And honestly, challenge yourself a little bit, but you can do it by yourself. And even better, they have Half Price Tuesday. It's a whole day each week that is dedicated to more play for less pay, which means you can extend your mama solo time even better at just half price. So it gives players more reason to come play around. Now, I wanna let you know, mom, if you don't golf, it doesn't matter because golf can be kind of hard, but no one is not good at top golf. Even if you've never swung a club before, you can go there and have a great time because they've got target practice, big screens, cool music. It's amazing. And of course, treat yourself. Get the donut holes, they're delicious. They're my favorite thing, and they've got lots of awesome food and drinks on their menus. So you can really, really have a good time. And of course, it's outside ish, so you're getting your fresh air fix. But it's got the comforts of inside. We're next to potties. We're near all the climate control bays. Like it really is awesome. So I do want to let you know, though, that at Top Golf they're all about play, but they even have some rules. So Half Price Tuesday applies to gameplay only. It isn't offered at every venue and it can't be doubled up with other offers or discounts because it's already half price after all. But you can find full details at topgolf.com slash Nicole. So mama, you deserve a break. You deserve a treat. You deserve a good time learning a new skill in the best way. The place to do that is at Topgolf. Visit topgolf.com Nicole to book a bay and come play around. Every day, we're in a silent battle with our devices. Devices that are slowly and stealthily draining us. Our biology is changing to meet the demands of the information age, but why and what can we do about it? If you're interested in finding the answers to these questions and more, you have to listen to the Body Electric podcast on NPR. Now, I grew up listening to NPR. It's incredible because I've learned so much, not just about different facts and artists in the news, but also about my relationship with the world and technology. And if you've noticed that things are changing with our kiddos, with ourselves, and we're finding that technology is interwoven in a way where I don't even know if we can ever extract it again, but we need to know about the health and mental impacts of it, Body Electric can offer you solutions. Now, Body Electric is an interactive six-part series that investigates how our relationship with technology is impacting our health. From nearsightedness and mass illnesses to type 2 diabetes rates doubling in young people, Body Electric is partnering with Columbia Medical School to find out why. They touch on topics like tips for parents, mental health, debunking popular beliefs, but it does it all with a feel-good tone with solutions that we feel like we can actually put into our life. Now, I have to let you know, This could be a downer, right? We're all trying to figure out how to wrangle devices from our kids, but also manage our use of them ourselves. And I want to let you know that when you listen to this, it is interesting, but it's also entertaining. And with the mounting pressures of today's society, Body Electric really helps lighten the load mentally and physically by giving us understanding we can apply. So listen now to Body Electric on TED Radio Hour from NPR, wherever you get your podcast. Now, I do want to know what it's like because this is something that I'm coming off of tour for my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing is missing. Thank you all for picking up a copy. It's a New York Times bestseller. We're so grateful. Um, so excited. Thank Can't you. To read. Thank you so much. But you know, I brought my guy on tour. Yeah. And can I just tell you, Caroline, like I just want to let you know some of this was inspired by you because you and Sergio go everywhere together. You do everything. He is so supportive of you. Yeah. And I know that you in turn are supportive of him because I've seen yeah. you just threw him a, a heck of a birthday bash yeah. and it was so cute to watch you kind of stand back and Let him have all this shine and love. And it's just, it was so familiar to me. So I brought my guy on tour for the first time. This is his first time working with me. I was terrified. I was terrified. I was like, you know, how's he going to adjust to me in boss mode? Is he going to know sort of when to step back and when to speak up? And I just didn't know how that would go. And it went amazingly like i mean because if you pick the person they fit in everywhere else too you yeah. know so you work with sergio all the time i had never done
2: that like my ex-husband and i would have killed each other and mm-hmm. we actually i had a big business back then and mm-hmm. he wanted to like move into my business and i said only if we take different cars to That's work right and we go to a different office yeah this is this, my basically so it's a no yeah <laughs> you're right um and just because i knew he would irritate me and tell me he could do it better.
0: Mm -hmm. And I've
2: seen that happen with girlfriends where they hit a certain point. The business does better than the husband. The husband moves in, takes over. The wife gets thrown out. Yep. Not happening. So, you know, I've always been terrified of that. My work has always been my haven and I'm very bossy at work. Mm -hmm. And I, I I know how I like it done. Yep. So I was not that keen on having Sergio do it with me at the beginning, but then he'd moved all the way across the world. Mm -hmm. He didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. He'd just come there and he's better at the bits that I can't do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why am I going to hire someone to do what he's doing anyway? And building for me. And then I'm like, I just have to like give into it.
1: And it's still in alignment with what you always said, which was you have your area and I have mine. And that's key. Mm
3: -hmm. So
1: I think at the end of the day, I think the age difference actually helps
3: because Mm -hmm. when I
2: do say I want it like this, Mm -hmm. he actually does step back. He may not agree with it. Right. But he does He lets me win.
1: But that's the foundation of respect, too, within the relationship that transcends into the workplace. So you two are also starting new things. You know, I should say you're starting new things. And Sergio, of course, is very much a part of it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that, because I think that you're known for starting lots of brands, working Mm -hmm. with lots of brands. But Bust the Label is uh, the newest thing that you have going on. And I think it's something that all of us should get really excited about. So tell us more about it.
2: I mean, Bust the Label, the name comes from because, you know, you you don't fit in a box, Mm -mm. we don't fit in a box. And I think today's world, you know, I want to feel good from the inside out. Yes. You know, and this is actually Sergio's baby as well because it was his idea to do this with me because he felt like, obviously he wants me to live longer. Yes, And he wants course, me to feel great. Of course. And, you know, he's turned me in from a partying nightmare into a health <laughs> freak where we get up and we train and I, I don't drink as much alcohol. Well, he's alcohol. an athlete.
1: I think that, you know, yeah. and it's so funny because we talk, obviously it's my time here with you, but Sergio had a whole life and a yeah. whole career and has all of his stuff he's doing as like an athlete, which also my guy's yes. a musician and a producer. Exactly. You know, like we're with these younger guys who very much are. They're not I would lazy. Like, they're they not lazy. Things. They're competitive like on the market. Very competitive. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So he was
2: in sports. So this is a natural mm-hmm. progression for us, right? We're, you know, bust the Label's a wellness brand, mm-hmm. and it's also we're doing gratitude journal. These are things we it. truly believe in, yes. right? Yes, the things that bother me. So I've suffered with gut problems and gut mm-hmm. health most of my life. So we did probiotics, mm-hmm. and then you know I moved to Dubai. I'm 47, and mm-hmm. um, the water is incredibly hard. So we've done mm-hmm. like you know hair and nail pills and yep. things like this. So an ashwagandha because I have a very stressful life. Oh yes, highly stressful.
1: Yes, and it's like using all these natural, everything's natural mm-hmm.
2: and uh, vegan mm-hmm. and kosher mm-hmm. and you know halal because we're in the Middle East of as course, well. Of course, and and they're made here in the states, so which is great because I wanted to have really really natural ingredients that everyone could kind of get behind. Yes, and, you absolutely. Know, you, there's no point taking pills unless they f- make you feel good. Yeah, let's they, actually, it, and they have actually work. work. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I do this every single day. So I've been doing this Mm -hmm. for years anyway. And we're big smoothie drinkers Mm -hmm. and all of this kind of stuff every morning. So I love the next thing I want to do is my greens and collagens. Oh, I
1: love that. I love all of this, especially because, again, what I think is beautiful about this conversation is I really hope for my audience. So, So my audience, we're talking regular moms. A lot of us have younger babies, you know, and we always like to demystify sort of what we see. And a lot of times when you look at the Bravo celebrities and these beautiful women who have these, what appear to be just gorgeous lives, you know, and you do have a gorgeous life. But I love hearing that it's like, but I take my vitamins, you know, and I'm kind to my partner, and I'm still a mom who shows up every day and has this house of kids, you know. Look, that's what life need is to crazy, know, you know. It's crazy, and it's 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 not easy to look and
2: feel your best. That's and right. We, that's all we want as women is to look and feel as best for as long as we can. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel better today than I I did in my 30s because oh, I'm not so drinking good. as much, I'm not smoking as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, I'm not even smoking right mm-hmm. now. And you know, I don't vape, I don't do anything right mm-hmm. now. So I. I'm really enjoying this part of my life. And, you know, if you can just add to it and feel good just from like a simple gummy every day. Why wouldn't you do that, girls? I mean, you know, it's 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 just it's only wellness is everything today. And and you can do more. You can have your younger, your your younger man. (laughs) You can feel vibrant. At 47, we used to be
1: old. Yes. You know, right. At 40, people used to say you were old. And I'm like, I don't believe it. I no, refuse to I, believe I'm it. sorry.
2: I can give some 30-year-olds a run for their money. Oh, and, you absolutely
1: you could give yeah. some 25-year-olds thank a you. run for their money. You give me a run for my money. Thank you. I'm over here like I'm getting dressed today because there's no way I'm showing up in sweats next to Caroline I'm Sansbury. In- <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: right. You're like I'm in sweats. I'm in sweats. This it's an, an all-in-one,
1: but I'm in the But, but you I, make it look good. And you make you. it look good and I love hearing that, you know, again in that sort of demystification of things, which is y'all follow Caroline. She's so real. Oh, it's you, the thanks. fact that we see this juxtaposition of this glamorous life, but you're like, look, I drink my water, I mind my business, I have my good kind, attractive man, and I take my vitamins. And that is available to all and of I us. And I
2: practice gratitude. So I've done yes. I've done the gratitude journal, and I do it every morning with my vision boards, which we talked mm-hmm. about. And I tell you, I don't know, what, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm sort of, I actually just did an interview with the number one manifestation. Oh, yeah, so Regan. You saw her, Regan. right? Yes, she's brilliant. Amazing. We've got on like a house on fire. We literally oh, speak every day. Wow. And it, I I've been doing that. I told you, I feel like I manifested my life with Sergio. Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen it before. I'm big in that. And I do, when I made this journal, I, it's just to carry with you that
1: you can just write your goals for the day. It's it's not magic, sure. but it, it, it works. It puts things at the forefront. I mean, I think that one of the things that I always talk about with my guy is keeping things top of mind. Yeah. And whatever you keep top of mind will manifest into your life. It will show up. So if it's negativity, if it is worry, if it is sickness, we're even careful about what we say. Very you know, careful. about our body, because whatever it is at the top of mind will show up, you know. And so if you keep goodness, if you keep gratitude, especially if the kids can hear you, yep. then they do it, too. And it's so powerful.
2: A hundred percent. And I think that comes with age, just learning, you know, just like being grateful for the air. We breathe, frankly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with everything going mm-hmm. on in the world. Oh. We live amazing lives. We're so fortunate. We're so fortunate. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that... It sounds a bit woo-woo. It's not woo-woo. It just works. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be airy-fairy. I'm not into sort of sitting, you know, Same. I went sitting around sort yeah, of all day. Yeah, I not have tons of candles, and I'm no. not knocking
1: that for the people that no. do, but the truth is... It's free to have gratitude. Yes. You know, so many people get caught up in all the different gimmicks and what things that don't we can have. do. What they don't have. Instead of focusing on, okay, what do you have? Well, it's free to it's free and easy to take your vitamins and take care of your body. Yeah. It is free and easy to choose to have people in your life that love you well the way you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. It's free and easy to be thankful for what you have. And if you notice, everyone we chat to here, no matter where their status, no matter what they look like, no matter what they've accomplished, we are all saying the same thing thing at the same sort of time in our lives mm-hmm. so there has
2: to be something to it you know i think the, the not having competition with each other mm-hmm. helping each other you it doesn't take away from you it adds to you that's why i started you know talking to all these women and and trying to help women through this time because women are inherently or can be very jealous of each other or see somebody else and want their life and and if if you come from a place of i want that i want to take that from the other woman then you know you block yourself
1: it's scarcity driven it's acting as if there's only one yes and there isn't you know and what's so interesting that i've learned particularly as i've gotten older and spoken to more people it's that gosh your life is beautiful i mean i look at your bed sheets and i'm like oh Those look like some good (laughs) bedsheets. You know what I mean? But I also look at your life and I say, but, you know, do I want to move to Dubai? Do I want to have to? You don't want to have everything that the other person has. When I see some of the things, and I'm just going to be really transparent, that you have survived in terms of what people have said about you Mm. and the assumptions they've made. And I say this personally knowing how absolutely categorically wrong. I mean, some people have said outright lies about you and you are still standing. I do not envy that. I, you know? don't, I don't listen. I mean, I think maybe that was,
2: it used to hurt. Mm-hmm. But having done now going on to reality TV, right. I think you have to grow a rhino skin. Oh, you do. You, you, you really do. do. And, and you know, everyone feels that they have a right to do that. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and you know, also I think it scares people that if it's just down to hard work mm-hmm. and it's just down to... Well, then to, they have
1: to confront in their own life. Yes. You know, like, well, if she manages to look this beautiful and have all these things and all these things aren't true, Mm-hmm. Well, then what does that mean about who I am and yeah. what's expected of me? Yeah. And I'm just saying that, like, you know, people can look at your life, but they also will cleverly ignore all that you've had to go through. And it's like, you know, if you want this, you've got to get this and you've got to learn how to build the tough skin. Well, I too. also
2: don't talk about, I mean, you know, I talk about it in my talks and sure. things like that. And, sure. and the people that sort of think of me this way are. Mostly people that haven't bothered to listen to my podcast. Always people. You it's know,
1: always people who are cleverly and conveniently thinking they're talking about something you haven't addressed yes.
2: already. <laughs> and I and you know what's funny? I mean, it even happened with the girls on my show because I'm mm. like, you know, they would come to these assumptions about me in you know the yep. first season, and I'm like, why don't you go and listen to my podcast? Mm-hmm. Listen to my podcast mm-hmm.
1: and come back. This isn't news. No. I've already said something I've about said it, it a, a million times.
2: Yes, and you know, but at the end of the day, there is always going to people want to learn about you and people Mm -hmm. that don't and you know at my age now i'm very comfortable with as my circle gets smaller that's right and you know like the old me would have landed in la Mm -hmm. and you know i was meant to go to the hollywood party that's right and that everyone was at sergio's not quite over it because alexandra ambrosio was there oh Uh, no i'm so sorry that happened to
1: you sergio i know like you've no idea his birthday just came up what type of wife are you <laughs> he only wanted one thing <laughs> one thing but he'll get over it he'll be
2: fine but the old me would have like got off the plane oh, gone yeah. straight into it the, the new me is like eh you know mm-hmm. like next year there's always another so gig tired. there's always you know, another party there's I'm always like, another yeah, event I'm yeah. like I, I, it's okay we didn't see Justin Bieber in his snorkeling suit right you it'll know, be I'll okay survive. you'll be fine you'll be fine <laughs>
1: and also there's so much fun in just sitting at home and let's get under the covers yes. and order some room service and like yes. and also showing up your best to things. You know, I have said no to amazing events. I say all this like I I don't know. I'm going to a Netflix event later today. But it's like <laughs> I say no to things all the time so that I have energy yes, to do things later to do it because it's worthwhile. I am you know? about to walk into what I call, which is BravoCon. I mean, oh, it is like a zoo. I don't know how. It's marathon. And I have a couple friends who are doing it. I don't know how and why you would. Like, it is so taxing. I mean, it is day after day. It's And now it's, I think, And you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think part of it is because... People love to meet you, and it's mm. so good when they get that time. And it's so nice to meet people. It connects you, oh, and it's it such changes a nice connection. People, so
2: I I do like to do it. You saw I brought everyone from Dubai with me. Mm, I saw because I don't like changing. People, oh, me neither. So. Well,
1: that's the other part too. Is when you're, whenever you are like you, gorgeous and stunning and beautiful, people Thank don't you. recognize you. Delegate all of that. No, you're like I no. You don't understand. Real me is at home with no makeup, my glasses, and sweats. Oh my
2: god, <laughs> I can't do. That. I I don't know how to do it. That's right. I'm terrible. But you know they're amazing. So you know I I'm not good at, like, having people, ar- new people around mm-hmm. me, so I brought everyone with me, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's just my one princess moment. You're, but, but you're allowed to I'm have allowed that. It. You're allowed to have it. But, you know, that BravoCon is a marathon. Mm-hmm. We 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 start early in the morning, you know, 8 a.m. or whatever, out, and I'm doing, you know, what should have life? Yeah, to till, place till 11 or tw- 12 at night, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, and you have to be on form, so do mm-hmm. I need to go out here? No. I've been in bed every night by 7.30. Mm-hmm and i'm happy and i feel fresh and then i'm you know i'm going to new york afterwards and i come back this is always a marathon but i have to say since i'm here everybody is so kind and you know so happy to see you and like it's nice, nice yes
1: well and it also again speaks to your character i think that you know one of the things that i've really taken from our conversation i hope everyone hears is you don't live a life of scarcity. No. And that scarcity doesn't just extend to, can I make my own money? Can I find the love that I want? But it also extends to, I'm not missing out on an opportunity I say no to. Because if I'm saying yes to it just because of a label that I think I fit into, then, you know, I, I'm really missing the whole point. Well, you were the one that made me go on and do my courses <laughs> now. So
2: I was like, I was, you know, I was thinking about it and I've always wanted to work with women. Oh, yes. And then you were like, get this, what are you waiting what for? Are you wait-
1: And when I tell you, I came away from that conversation saying, oh, my gosh, you have to be so careful what you say to certain people because Caroline's the type where if you say something – five minutes later it is done. done it is executed she is going for it she's like yep, yep I was going to do it anyways here's what it is and I was like oh my gosh like I did, I have to walk her through this thing I was like what was I thinking because she's a doer you got to be careful what you put into the hands of doers <laughs> because they will build it ten times more yeah no I mean I, well, I still want you to come to Dubai <laughs> but
2: uh, you know I've always wanted to and just talking to these women because so many women have the
1: power yes. but they're just stuck at the first step That's, and, and you know and that is so much of it is once you take that first step, it tells you what you're capable of. And then you take the next step and the next step. And above all else, always look to women like Caroline, where you can say, look, she has had very publicly shared her highs, her lows, her difficulties and her triumphs. And she's still here. So every single thing she has, she's trying to say you can do it, too. A hundred percent. And I think that's really important. I told you I spent my
2: 43rd birthday in the Queen's Court, sort Mm -hmm. of as I said, either going bankrupt or he was. So, mm-hmm. no, I I don't sit on this giant pot of money. That's right. That, you know, I, I work every month mm-hmm. to make this life happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I manifested that house. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've still got my, you know, house in the UK, which is just, everything is manifested Mm -hmm. and sort of built by me. Mm -hmm. And nothing came easily. Yes. And I am working every day with Sergio to get this right for the Mm -hmm. rest of my life so that I can live this life for the rest of my life. And
1: also leave a legacy. I think that there's something really to be said for the fact that you're building something. You know, Bust the Label is about empowering others. It's saying, look, everything I've learned and everything you are Don't listen to
2: society. Yes. And that's what Bust the Label is. Bust the Label is for women who, you know, want to do like they want to do whatever they want yes I yes. think that's key that's whatever so you want when people go no but society tells you who Mm-mm. is
1: society Ugh. name name the people we're looking up to right. I don't understand and are they worth us? listening to. Consider the source. Oh, so good. Listen, all of this and more available on Uncut and Uncensored, her podcast. You have to listen to it. Tell us where else can we find out more about you? Where can we get on this Bust the Label train? I know that it's about to launch in a very big way. Mm. And I mean, if you guys have ever seen Kim Kardashian's launches, if you've ever seen the way things sell out, all I can tell you is get on this email list today so that you do not miss your opportunity. So tell us more about it.
2: www.bustthelabel.com and Caroline Stanbury on Instagram and Bust the Label on Instagram too.
1: Oh, I love it. Thank Uh, you. Y'all, you will see me in Dubai. You will see me Busting the Label myself because I'm still working on my boxes. Yes. And um, and I'm just so glad that you were able to be here and we could connect. Thank you for having me. It's been amazing. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram, at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week, and I hope you are too. See you there, friend.
0: Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.